Radio. Wrestling podcast featuring Rom and Bomber and Rav and the one and only Peanut. Woo! Jobber Radio. Jobber Radio. Jobber Radio. Jobber Radio. Bitches. I'm the American Nightmare. Dirty, dirty, dirty. I'm not saying he's a pile of shit, but the TLC 2017 car looks like dog shit. Prove us wrong. Prove us. Prove wrong. us wrong. That's the that's the theme of this fucking show. That's the name too. Prove us wrong. All right, guys. It is that time. Jobber Radio. We are here. Episode. Fuck. I didn't look at it. I don't know what episode this is again. I'm horrible at that. Um, but anyway, thanks for tuning in to Jobber Radio. We got a lot to talk about. We got plenty of news uh, articles hitting the the wires, I guess you want to say, lately. And we got TLC coming up this weekend. And isn't that just going to be a fucking hoot? Uh, first of all, follow us on Twitter at Jobber Radio. You need to search for us on YouTube. Just type in Jobber Radio. Something of ours is going to fucking come up. Um, and hey, give us a subscribe or whatever it is. You want to give us five-star rating on iTunes, that would be cool. We would love that as well. But anyway, I guess we're getting into it. I'm Jake, a.k.a. Bomber. I got the outsiders here today. We got Lee. We got Scott. Lee, what have you been up to? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, just been doing podcasting stuff all fucking month, so that's been oh. taking up my time. Well, so. glad we're adding to th- <laughs> I'm glad we're adding to that. Yeah, it's just been nonstop. So, well, other perfect. than that, nothing. Okay, cool. Well, Scott, what have you been up to? Um, bit of work stuff and a bit of being sick. It's not been fun. I'm mostly over the sick part now, um, but I've got a backlog of stuff. The video stuff I shot from the ThunderCon convention and oh. uh, other video stuff that I've been doing. So it's it's kind of busy, and I'm trying to ramp up my own show again. Um, I've got a lot of stuff actually shot for that. A lot of stuff written, so oh, that's like coming on, up too. on a YouTube cha- on your YouTube channel. On my YouTube channel, yes, that is at Guilty Pleasure Cinema or Cyclops Scott. You can find it there. Um, and there's always that uh, job radio show I have in the back of my mind too. So, right. but that's a bit of a back burner compared to this. I want to get that going first because it's go. a bit of a front loaded thing. But it's all good. And if I cough a bit during this, don't mind me. Like I said, I'm getting over being sick. It's fun times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody at my work right now is fucking sick too. So it's yeah, it's ah. a thing. Um, but Peanut was supposed to be here, but he messaged us just a couple minutes ago and said, oh, by the way, I'm not going to fucking make the show. Like, okay, we, we, we expected that. And yeah, yeah, Matt Zion, Rab, they're doing their thing. They're trying to pay bills and all that kind of shit. But anyway, um, we're here. We got a lot to talk about. First of all, I've had a couple disputes over on Twitter at Java Radio. I want to get into those right off the bat. I wish Matt Zion was here because he was one of the people I was, I wouldn't say arguing with. I maybe just like debating disputing things with was uh, impact wrestling uh, bound for glory is coming up. And I said, Hey, the the thing that started the whole conversation was I said, um, looking at the bound for glory card, that shit looks good. Another $40 perhaps, because if you haven't been paying attention, I did pay for slam anniversary. I did watch slam anniversary and it was a good show. I enjoyed myself, but I caught a lot of shit for the $40. So I, yeah, I don't know how they can justify add a forty dollar price tag on that promotion at this point. I I don't I don't really know why it is forty. There's got to be a reason. It can't just be 
hey, let's just throw this much money in there. I can't imagine. There's got to be a reason it's forty dollars. But has that sort it, of been like? Oh, sorry, but has, has that sort of been like the price for all their fucking pay per views for like the last few years or something? I, or I thought when they were doing the um, the monthly ones when they had twelve of the damn things that it was in the sixty model like WWE was. Oh, really? I think so. I'm not 100% on that. Because I know they went from the $10 ones, the weeklies, yes, into these into these other ones, and I thought they were 50 or 60 at the time. So I think, I'm pretty sure 40 is lower than what their normal was. But yep, I, think, I think what they're doing is it's not quite a bargain basement price where it seems like this is budget. It's still a bit of a premium on it. I, I can compare it to video games. New releases in Canada are like seventy nine dollars. Mm. You get some though release it around thirty nine or forty nine exchange rate. It's bad, um, but thirty nine or forty nine. They're not quite. They're not the AAA premium, but they're also not like bargain bin type stuff. It's in the middle ground, yeah. and it feels like that's what this is. It is again from Anthem, who has zero experience with pay-per-view type stuff of their own, like producing it, they probably mm-hmm. air the stuff with Fight Network, and they've had that kind of detail. Mm. But they're probably trusting the Impact guys on this one Which for what the pricing mistake. model is. Because this is a company with a, a regime in place that was part of the one or two of the old regimes who ran their company on a pay-per-view model that they never built pay-per-views. They never used their TV to build mm. pay-per-views, and, and they never cared about their pay-per-views. That's my main issue with them right now, because um, when they went to, like, I think they were doing three or four pay-per-views, and they're just down to basically the two. Yeah. Um, the thought there, and I'm, I know the thought process with the split roster, as well with WWE, was they'll have more time to build to these shows, instead of, hey, look, on Sunday there's a show. Here's some matches. And yet, we could be watching stuff for the past two weeks that aren't really building toward it, because the way they tape it is such an awkward thing, and then stuff happens, mm. and they're written into something that they're not fully committed to, and they don't build to it. And they literally tape, over a week period, mm-hmm. dozens of episodes, and they still can't manage, when they're doing it all at once, to make it work properly toward the end result. Okay. They've gotten better, admittedly, this year. I, I will say that, because they're actually taping it a little more ideally but it's mm-hmm. still not great compared to what it should be like it, it should literally be seasons where they're no, they know their end goal and everything logically has its point to that it just doesn't feel like it does when it's as taped as it is lucha underground for all the shit people give it as a wrestling promotion even if it is one is how you build the stuff you have things happen on episode three that play in on episode eight and you call yeah. back to it because they all worked it. They worked out the whole goddamn thing, and every little bit happens. This is simply wrestling guys who were doing weeks of TV because they have to fill it. There's no season structure when they could easily do that. I know no, easier well, said than done, but it just seems like an obvious thing they should be doing. Now this the whole like I see what you're saying, but that wasn't even like the big debate that we got going on because oh no 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 that was just yeah 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 I, I see what you're <laughs> saying now. Regardless to everything you literally just said, I looked at the Bound for Glory card. The Bound for Glory card looks pretty damn good. Almost it 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 does look very gimmicked up. Like almost every match does have a gimmick to it. But besides yeah. that, I like a lot of the guys. I know a lot of people probably don't know 
uh, people on the card. There's a lot of indie guys on the card. Like, there's a couple CZW guys in there right now that people have no clue who they are, but they are the tag team champions right now. Um, but anyway, the card looks very good. I feel like it's a card that I want to watch. I would pay money to see the card, regardless of whatever everybody gets pissed about, right? So the debate got sparked with uh, Matt Zion, of course, getting pissed off because I said, hey, I might want to pay some more money to watch this. And he just said that the, comp- the company is basically toxic. Everything's toxic. The locker room, every- everything's just horrible over there. And the whole debate was... I told him, you don't know. You don't. I mean, obviously, we read stuff. Yes, there are people that have left and have talked shit. Yes, it has happened. But you don't know what it's like right now. There's no there's no way that he knows. I don't know. He could be right. He could be wrong. There's things that everybody was saying and jumping in and chiming in on that. Oh, TNA is just mm-hmm. absolutely horrible right now. And my whole debate was you don't fucking know. That's why I wish he was in here so I could look at him. Well, I can't look at him, but talk straight to him. You don't fucking know how bad it is because Jim Cornette just recently went to TNA and he had all kinds of nice things to say, even when he kind of got let go when he couldn't go to uh, Canada. He said that the locker room was great. All the guys were in a great mood. The management was in a great mood. He said all these things and he just came from there. So I'm just saying he could be wrong. He could be lying. I don't know. But we really don't fucking know. So why are we saying, you know what? No, we're not. Don't pay fucking money because everybody's toxic over there. So am I wrong by saying that or what's going on here? What's what's up? Uh, well, well, I know, Matt, or I know, Lee, that you agree with Matt largely. So I'll just kind of go on the in-between here because um, I understand from the fan perspective, from what Matt's saying. It is a toxic thing. Like it's had three, it's had three branding changes this year. Yeah. Um, It's had three regime changes, like not on camera figures, but literally, on this year. And you can look at all the stuff with how Jarrett handled things and Nordholm handled things and how they screwed over the Hardys or this or that. Or if they, you can say they screwed over the Hardys, but if the contracts are what they are, they didn't screw over the Hardys. Like you have to take a step back just because your guy didn't get it maybe that's actually the right thing. Like, it, There's so much behind-the-scenes stuff that we don't know and a lot that we do. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it is a case of this thing is like WCW in its dying days. Not that it's on the way out the door, because it wasn't until suddenly, boom, it's done. Like That's how WCW was. It was suddenly, yeah. poof. It, it was that quick. Um, it just feels like it's mismanaged and directionless. Now, that said, I think... Part of the problem is because of the regime changes, but you look at who was brought in, and you literally had Jeff Jarrett back. You had some of the guys that were misguiding um, and, and not running things properly originally. You had these guys being brought back. It's like these guys ran it so bad that Jarrett left and was a silent partner while founding another company, and they literally brought him back in to Hall of Fame him and have a match to get a title to get his stake in, and then he left. And then Anthem bought the company after the whole Corgan thing, and they said, you know, we'll bring Jeff Jarrett back in. And he came back with his failed company and rebranded over top, but then they said, no, you go home after all. Suddenly, he was posting tweets happy about stuff going on later that day, and then suddenly was gone. And they unbranded from GFW, and it that alone 
like why would you want to support that is where I can see people coming from. Like, why are you putting money behind something where they don't even know even, what they're doing? Even if the is card the is good, though? Even if the card looks good? It, 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 it's the case of, how do you even know what's going to happen? Like, when they talk about all these guys coming in, are they all going to make it into Canada? I mean, a lot of, to, to, to be fair, a lot of them probably have on indie shots, sure. But how reliable is it now? It isn't. At all. Its track yeah. record speaks for itself, is where that comes in. From the flip side, though... If you see a show worth $40 in your mind's eye and feel that's worthwhile doing, I have no problem with that. I'm not going to try to talk you out of it. That's awesome. I'm curious about it. I follow everything. I like. I want to know what's going on. Bound for Glory. Um, no, Slammiversary looked interesting. I'm like, I'm not going to spend 40 and on it. It's a good show. I'm not buying. Exactly. And even though people tried to talk you out of believing that, I remember this. It was insane. Oh, of course, yes. So, but, I, I wanna... so I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the idea of like... There's not many positives left in it because I've worked in a call center and when you hear people complaining, they only complain about the ones that were bad, but they never talk about the good ones because that's how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So if all you're hearing is the complaints about how the locker room is or this and this and this, it's not like the guys who were leaking news stories are saying, yeah, you know what, OVE, OVE, those guys, the, the Chris brothers, yeah, they're happy. That's not going to get any clicks. That's not any, that's not news. Mm -hmm. But oh, they're upset. Oh, that's Neville's unhappy. That's click. Let's click on this. Click, click. click. But they're yeah. not going to. You don't hear the good stuff because it's not newsworthy. So all we're hearing is the bad because ooh drama. So I'm sure it's disproportionate, but it's not coming from nowhere either. So it's not perfect. Is basically it. Like, is it toxic? Sure. Does that matter? Nah. <laughs> so Lee, what what are what is your what is your thing here? Yeah, I can't I can't give uh, money and good conscience to a company that has just had this incredibly long history of abusing talent, screwing over talent, being mismanaged, going in the wrong direction every time. Every time it seems like they're starting to get their footing again, they just do something stupid or something could just catastrophic happens to them, and yet somehow they still exist for some reason i don't know how um because their I, shows aren't that bad that's probably why can i just say tna has been around longer than wcw yeah mm -hmm. i mean i was not, not longer than okay. crockett but it literally WCW. Trying, it's been around long i'm trying to not be as biased as so. i can because i literally have been watching tna from day one i from day one very first show i watched it on a weekly basis when it was on its pay-per-view weekly uh, subscription, whatever you want to call it, thing. I've watched it from day one, so I'm I'm trying to be slightly less biased. But this sh the shows look good, and if they look good, I feel like there shouldn't be a reason not to pay to watch the show. There's only so many times United Airlines can mishandle a passenger before you decide not to fly United Airlines. That's the thing. It's just like I I can't trust them to ever get in a solid direction forward anywhere. Every time they try to go forward, they seem to go two steps back, no matter how good the re actual wrestling on the shows are. Uh, it, you can you can have the best goddamn card going as far as a wrestling show goes. If you don't have any leadership, no focus, if the company's not going anywhere, it's not going anywhere, and I'm not interested. I'm not interested in watching a show that could change a total 180 the next set of tapings because they lose half their talent or they fire half their talent. And I mean, there's just no stability in that company. And uh, I can't, I just can't get behind a, a product that's going to 
changed so dramatically, like overnight. Okay, and that is based on history because you see the tapings and I'll, it's like, oh, I'll these guys aren't guys, here this time. I'll give so. you guys this hypothetical that I gave Matt Zion. Okay, all right. Say everything like right now, like Jim Cornette came from there and everything. He said everything is much better backstage. Everything feels better. Basically, everything feels better. Basically, say, say, just this is hypothetical. What if everything was better? Like we don't know. It could not be better. Mm-hmm. It, that's it's possible. It could still be bad. No, no telling. But what if everything was better? The management started managing it all right. Everything started. They actually started going in a, as you guys say, direction. Everything started to see, like you could see what was going on. They consistently put out good shows, uh, good pay per views, good events. Um, do you still I, write them off based on what happened in the past with Dixie and all that? I wouldn't, but I'd need to see them actually pull that off first. That's and I don't feel they have. How long are you if, talking though? How long how long is your like Well, okay, so they Anthem Bottom in January and then they rebranded in March and then they rebranded in July and then they rebranded in September. Um we've got a big pay-per-view coming up. It's like, okay, let pr- prove prove this right. Let's see this go cuz they got I talked about the regime things. They even got rid of the one I was talking about, Jared. They weren't even committing with him. That like was more the negative of, one. From what they I, him. Again, that's again from what I read. That's him leaving <laughs> on a. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, to clear his so, head, something. Yeah, no, and they told sure. him he was. Yeah, he he got drunk that in Mexico. That was not and voluntary. They, yeah, he got drunk in Mexico, and then they're like, "You're out of here." Well, that's yeah. pretty awesome, though. To be honest with you, but um, yeah, but that's how you lose. <laughs> so it, I, I need to see stability. So you said and that. Okay. There's been more. There's literally been more changes in this company in the past, we're in October, 10 months mm-hmm. than there has in any other wrestling company in history in that all same right. time frame. Lee, how do you feel? I need a little more stability. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Prove me wrong. I want yeah. to be proven wrong, but I'd love to be proven wrong as well. I mean, it'd be great if, if a year from now... If, if they've put on a bunch of solid shows, they've kept their roster fairly stable, they've, they've moved in a forward direction, they start increasing their uh, live attendance and they start getting their, their, their ratings up and stuff like that, you know, if they're actually turning the product around and, and, and they get to some sort of stable point a year from now, I would probably be interested in dipping back in and seeing what they're, what they're doing. But, I mean, there's just too much fucking excellent wrestling right now everywhere that I am watching that uh, is attracting my dollars. I mean, I'm, I'm still paying into New Japan every month uh, for, for their online service, and, uh, and I'm watching their shows. Uh, yeah. I, just, I just paid for that uh, little MLW one-shot, which was really excellent, and they're coming out with a second show in December, which I'm going to pay for. So, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd rather watch that stuff, and I mean, there's still the occasional... A uh, good thing from the WWE that I'll watch. Um, th- they at least have a cohesive, stable company for the most part. Uh, even though I, I, I think their booking is absolute garbage, but uh, ROH is also—I I wouldn't say it's uh, moving forward, but it's—it's it's at least in a, a sort of a holding pattern that's not shitty. Can I jump uh, on that? It has a better track record. Yeah, it does. So I mean, that's that's where that's where it's at with me. Okay. Well, that's okay. Uh, at least you guys are willing to give it a chance. Matt Zion said, "No, no matter what, it's over. He won't give it a chance." And I think yeah. that's that's just 
insane to me is to I think that's irrational. If these people are trying as hard as they can, like the workers are in there, the workers have always busted their ass from what I've seen on the show. They've, they've put on great fucking shows. You can say what you want about the goddamn management. They still do oh. great shows. I've watched. No, their see, shows. I know where he's coming from. He could say they have the best roster ever, but the people who are running things or the people who pay them. He doesn't want to support the people running things. Yeah. And I get that because that's ultimately what happens. Like if you pay money into a product, you're supporting that. That's how more Adam Sandler movies get made. That's how more Tyler Perry oh. Medea movies get made because people pay into them. I don't support those because I have no time for it. I don't care for those, and yet well, others do, and they they keep going. If you do that, uh, <laughs> if you could well, use no, that, but that's you're good. That, that's that is like the, that is the that analogy. Adam, that's like saying though that Adam Sandler is an amazing actor, though. That's like it, no, no, no. Success and quality are two different things. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. All right. There could be amazing quality in TNA, but the success just isn't there. Or you can flip it. WWE was the biggest promotion for a while, and their stuff was dog shit. Yeah. Other times it's been great. NXT is a great example of success and quality. Like it's, it, it does matter. So like I'll, I'll see Adam Sandler movies in theaters happening, and I'm like, how does that get 50 million a week in a weekend? This is ridiculous. Yep. People finally got tired of that shit, and he's making Netflix money now. Which is good money, Probably. but it's just the theater audience is not there anymore. But it was there, and they kept making it. Right, well, and they said, let's make Adam Sandler do this instead of other stuff, and they supported that. And that's what happens. Right you now. need to have the smaller stuff get attention, and that's where we're, what it is, like the MLW and all this stuff. So it's, oh, it's frustrating. Yep. All right, well, we got a couple other uh, headlines to talk about here. First of all, um, Neville apparently... Uh, rumor is that he walked out of a Raw as well as Nia Jax. So that kind of sparked another big discussion was this whole Neville situation. Um, I have seen hardly any um, anybody siding with, uh, I don't know, the thought of, hey, maybe Neville didn't have it so bad, right? Everybody is saying, fuck WWE is what I've been seeing. Yeah, yeah, that's a kind of weird attitude, I think. Um, yeah, no, like I, I've seen. Not to jump on it here, Bomber. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go for it. I was going to say there's apparently people talking to Cody Rhodes quite a bit about leaving and getting on the Indies because <clears throat> Austin Aries said he's made more in the past four weeks on the Independence than he made in WWE in the past four months. Now, again, Neville and Aries were in the Cruiserweight Title match at Mania, sure. and that was left off the DVD. And that's big fucking money being left off. And when you're talking yeah. a DVD or a Blu-ray that can hold like 20 hours, why didn't you include that 20-minute match? That's bullshit. As a fan, I like having the pre-show matches on there, and they normally do. So that's that's just an odd thing. Was that but the it wasn't only done pre-show match them. left off? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure all the pre-show matches were left off. So Ambrose and Corbin w- well, would have been least, left off. At least it was one um, side. So. The, the Battle Royal would have been left off. Unless it was. I, I truly don't know. I don't have that DVD. Um, but that's that that's frustrating. And I know Ares. I mean, we're, we're talking Neville here. But Ares has apparently been legendary as being a dick who, if he's being used right, is fine. But if he isn't, he walks. Very similar in a CM Punk way, but a little more yes or no. In that, if he's not the main part of it, he's out. Punk, at least, would be high profile, but Ares just simply had to be like, if he's not the main show, I, I know I belong here. He didn't seem willing to work lower. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, if you believe in that and you want to do your thing and whatever, like he was given shots at it. Cody wasn't really given those shots, so I get why he walked and yeah. Barrett and blah blah blah. But Neville, um, Neville was NXT champion, used well there. Kind of floundered because if you guys remember back, there was talk of a Mickey or a Mighty Mouse gimmick where mm-hmm. he was yeah. so strong but so strong, so small but so strong. And I'm like, that's are you? Everyone rolls their eyes knowing that's the wrong thing. And then he's the cruiserweight champion, and it's great. He had eight months of awesomeness, and then they're going to drop him for Enzo and have Raw main evented by cruiserweights for three weeks in a row. It's like fuck this noise. And I get that because he's I, I don't, being beat I don't, out by I don't a. Get no- that. I don't. No, get I get that. it because they had that shows they had no faith in him or anybody no. in the cruiserweight division for the entire year to do that. But Enzo, who apparently has I, all this bad, whatever. I disagree with. Yeah, what? we'll do that. He's I totally draw. disagree we'll, with that. Okay. Okay. I but think that, no, I, but but that's that could be his perspective on it. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you're if saying he's that could thinking be his that, perspective. Sure. If he's okay. thinking that, gotcha. that's enough to be like, fuck this, I'm out. Sure. Now there's been nothing official saying he's gone, Correct. but I mean he's not worked any of the shows. It and that's the reports. He walked out, but people were saying that the Wyatts were in trouble. But the last time that happened, oh, actually one of their relatives died, and nobody knew. And oh, the Wyatts aren't like. Bray and Bo Dallas aren't there. Something must have happened. No, they're like grandpa died. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we yeah. like you don't know. It's easy to speculate. Oh, something must be bad. Exactly. Or like, oh, Amazon on Raw. What happened? Yeah, she stayed in Australia. That's where she's from. She got time off for a week. What? Yeah, it's it's. We it's don't the, know. So. Yeah, it's it's the rumor you see on Twitter everywhere. Like one one of the uh, one of the uh, wrestling commentary accounts I I follow. Um, he he does a lot of. Uh, just funny tweets and stuff about uh, about wrestling, and and he he just made this list of posts posts saying so and so just just uh, just stayed home because he didn't like the way he was being booked, and so and so did this because he didn't like the way uh, the, the ticket yeah. prices were, and it's you know it, it's just it's just all speculation. So yeah, and exactly what you were saying, uh, Scott. We don't fucking know. That's what drives me yeah. so nuts because. Like when I read all these comments and stuff, I I work in the news industry or whatever you want to call it, the news business, and people will go on our like our station's page and stuff, our like our Facebook page and comment all this stuff. Oh, blah blah blah. Like they know what's going on. They they say, oh well, you guys are out to spin story. God damn, no, mm-hmm. that's not the case. That's that's just not the case. People just go out there and make their own fucking agendas, and it just drives me nuts because I see it all the time. It's maybe because I see it every day, pretty much. But I see it now on Twitter happening with with wrestling, and I'm like, god damn, you don't know. You do it's- not. No, a hundred percent, and it drives it's me. It's not even. Insane. It's not even just agendas. It's just they get it in their head. That's what it must be. Yeah. And yeah. there's there's a, a lot of times kind of when shit. the it's a conspiracy. The evidence supports the theory, yeah. but when you're looking for a theory and you're trying to fill the blanks, that's the problem. If you're letting the evidence speak for itself, it could be this or it could be that. Yeah. But if you're setting your ways that it must be people hate WWE. Oh, Neville's not on the show. Oh, he must have walked out. There, or yeah, that's a lot something of happened. Like we we don't know, and yeah. so I get the I get the frustration there. When I don't even work in news, I work. I'm not gonna tell people, but I get it there. Like you you hit that stuff because people think, oh, it must be this. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that? Oh, it just makes sense. Or it could be this. Yeah. And, oh yeah, I never thought of that. And that's all it takes is to open your eyes. But if you're anti WWE, yeah. 
And you know, that's I, think, where it goes. I think that's where a lot of it is. A lot of it is people just, they just want to hate on the WWE. Like, for example, when I, I got into... It's cool to hate. It, it is. It's super cool to hate. I got into a... Uh, who's playing with their fucking mic? What's going on here? Somebody playing with their mic? Uh, anyway. Oh, sorry. Uh... I, I got into a discussion, I guess we'll just call it discussion, with uh, Thomas Bingston on um, our Twitter page. And his whole side of thing is, oh, this is WWE's loss. Neville uh, Neville's the guy. He's amazing talent. WWE sucks. Now they're going to, like, he's the, he's the only thing um, mm. that they need and all this stuff. And he's going to make a killing on Indies. Well, that's great. I believe he should make a killing on Indies. He is, he is a good wrestler. No, I never yep. once said he's not a good wrestler. But I don't think WWE is going to take a big loss because fucking Neville is going to leave. I, I, well, I mean, no. if he does. No, look, does look how leave. it's been. Yes. It's, it's been main eventing Raw, and the ratings yeah. are fine. I know. And, they, yeah. they don't miss him. People spin might. it so much. It's like, you oh, might, yeah. Like, Neville fans might not be happy and go watch something else, but you know what? They're still going to watch this, too. No one was, yeah. I hate to say this, I'm not anti-Neville. Neville's awesome. He's great. Same I love his no Fox Cruiserweight thing. But no one was tuning into Raw just to watch Neville. That's true. No one gave he, a fuck. He's not a draw like that. And not many are. Like, and let's not kid ourselves. WWE is at the point when they can say, we're coming to Thunder Bay. And they'll put WWE up. No names. It'll sell out. They don't yeah, have you, to advertise and, people. Yeah, and UFC get, has gotten to that point. Like, when the brand is just there, Neville doesn't sell tickets. Roman Reigns does, but... People are going to go even if Roman's not there. They have a whole other brand like that. Like, it, that, that's... Oh, yeah, Nev, I, that, Nev, that thing is so outmodeled. Ne Neville wasn't selling tickets. Uh, like, let's face facts. He's an amazing wrestler. He carried that division on his back for months. That's true. But that's the division they give even less shits about than they do the women's divisions. That's the division where, if you look at their host shows, they maybe have one cruiserweight cruiserweight match on their host shows and it's the title match with with the champion it's it's not like two or three cruiserweight matches on a host show it, they and apparently they're the low they're on the lower tier as far as being paid as well so i mean sure. yeah so i mean uh as much as people want to bitch about oh devil's amazing and it's wwe's loss no it's really not because they got a million guys that they can scoop up and replace them with they got a bunch mm. of guys on the roster right now they can replace them with it if they is, push them properly it is their loss and that they're losing a good performer yeah but they lose nothing of that end result because I mean, they look and go ah, oh, we're fine he is a good performer but he is not leaps and bounds over i would okay <laughs> This is gonna be this is gonna be controversial here, okay? It's more harsh than you mean. I can already I already know where you're gonna this go. This is with. gonna be controversial <laughs> right here. Um again, not taking any credit away from Neville's in ring ability, but if I had to choose which superstar I would want, I would pick Enzo over Neville. I know that's I know, goddamn, I know Do you like to have merchandise sales? Do you it, like to have exactly. ratings? And look what he's That's doing. People are fucking talking about the cruiserweight division now. Is I am a hundred percent on the Enzo uh, champion bandwagon, even though he's not champion right now. Um, he did make the fucking cruiserweights relevant for a couple minutes until they, for some reason, gave the goddamn title Kalisto. Um, no, they made the right choice. And if again, it's all rumor, and if all of it's true, that maybe he got mad that he'd had to drop the title to. 
uh, Enzo, and that's just that's disrespectful and all that to him. He feels if all that is true, that's horseshit, and he doesn't fucking need to be there anyway because that well, is not the attitude you got to take into fucking shit into oh, consideration. And remember, one of his last tweets was he was upset about the shirt. I did see that, and yes, the shirt was and it fucking sucks. shitty. I agree. <laughs> yeah. But if if you're not going to pay him for his Mania match on the DVDs, and you're going to give him a shit shirt, and you're going to make him do this with someone who, like, you got to remember this point: they are independent contractors, but they're also employed. The, however you want to look at it, it's like, oh, we want you to lose to him, and there's a level of no, he's literally below me. That hurts my brand. They do have the right to try and stand up for that, or at least try to see where is it going to go. And if they say, no, you're just going to do it, all right, I'll go apply my trade elsewhere. Again, yeah. And he will make a killing on the indies. That's good. That's good That's for him. Fine. But if anybody, and if I was running a he'll, company. He'll benefit from it. And, like, honestly, it's better for him because he's happier now, and he gets paid more, potentially. Who knows? And WWE keeps sailing along fine no, with yeah, potentially I, better ratings with Enzo. I mean, yeah, he there's won't no be... loss here except you don't get to see that guy on this show. Yeah, and he won't be uh, he won't be doing that grueling road schedule of an actual champion in the company because, yeah. like I said, when he was a champion, he would have been like the one guy that they were taking on all the host shows and stuff. He would have been yeah. you know the the guy, and also you know where he was where he was going to be here after uh, apparently he was going to lose to Enzo on that show that he is apparently walked out on you know depending on what story it is um he did, he would have become become one of those guys who had to sit home for a week or something just just and, and get paid the bare minimum or whatever just you know you're you're guaranteed whatever and uh, unlike a lot of people who would just like to sit back and take that paycheck he probably wants to work for a living and get yeah. in front of the crowd cuz that's why he's doing it yep mm-hmm. Now, so. I, I, I've never once, on all the things I've said on Twitter and whatnot, I've never once said that he shouldn't leave or anything. If he wants to leave, by all means, go. But if I was running a company and somebody came up to me with that attitude, of, if, if it was the attitude of, I don't need to lose to that guy, there would be some issues there because that's, that's a horrible fucking attitude to have. Enzo, if, that's, if you want to fucking try to do something different, they can't have him have the title the whole time. He can't be on top the entire time. Especially when he really, you got, you got to, he's had it for what, eight months? Eight months, nine months? Something like that. Yeah. He's been running the show for eight, nine months, however long it was. I mean, goddamn. Enzo. Yeah, and I mean, he brings that's... fucking people to the, wa- eyeballs to the show. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. He brings eyeballs to the goddamn show. And Neville, unfortunately, just as good of a wrestler he was, he just didn't. And you're right. Uh, if and, he doesn't want to be there, you don't want him there either. I, exactly. I agree 100%. with that. But from a company perspective, they don't have to let him go. They can bench him. And no one else gets to have him. And we will pay him for the rest of his contract. And no one else gets to make money off him. Ha ha. Companies are dicks. Yeah. It happens. And WWE's done it before. They did that with sure. others. It happens all the time. And there's, so. a, there's guys on, that, on the Cruiserweight roster that are just as good at... Well, maybe not as good as Neville in the ring, but... Just pretty damn close to Neville in the ring. I'm talking Cedric Alexander is fucking amazing. And, I mean, he should be getting a fucking shot sometime soon is all I'm saying. I love. Oh, he was, Cedric. but he got injured, I think. So, yeah, yeah he's on his way up. I, I yeah. really hope so. He is fucking, he is amazing. By the way, TLC coming up is the first show to have two Cruiserweight matches, and they're both on the main show. Yeah, we'll talk about wow. that in one split second. But just the last thing I want to say about the – the Neville discussion I had, we, we we went so me and this Tom Thomas Bingston went so deep into our 
uh, debate uh, that we talked about how smaller guys should how how smaller guys face big guys and all this kind of thing. And I kind of just lost the conversation as soon as he said, and I quote, we we brought up uh, Ric Flair. Uh, he said, and I quote, Flair wasn't that skilled. I'm like, all right, we're done. Uh, discussion over. We're done here. That's that's a weird. He's, yeah, a weird no, even like I, I like I said before, I don't find Flair to be the greatest ever at all. But he was definitely very skilled because you can't have done what he did when yes. he did and not be skilled. Yes, uh-huh. he said he wasn't skilled. He was the dirtiest player in the game, and that was a cool thing. But he usually just cheated, and I guess I, I guess no, just because he cheated no, doesn't mean he's not skilled. Like that doesn't no, that doesn't register. That's like saying out of the hour matches, he you know just would thumb him in the eye. No, he did other stuff for the other fifty nine minutes. Yeah, like it's yeah, that's and, revisionist. You got to actually look at it. Go get those old Flair DVDs. WWE did Ultimate Flair Collection. Holy fuck, it's awesome. It will educate you. You'll see the full matches. And you'll understand what they're talking about with the dirtiest player. He didn't cheat all the time. He was good, but still cheated, and you hated him for it. Yeah. Exactly. And to me, that if you if somebody gets you to hate them, that's that's a whole skill in itself. One that like a lot of people can't even come close to mastering. Because it's hard right now too. Flair yeah. was a Flair was a smart worker, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why he was able to work into his fucking sixties yes. with a broken back earlier in his career too i know you're gonna hate this but that's why i keep saying about miz it's a smart worker he knows yeah, how to make you hate him but not in a like oh he's a bad guy he's cool kind of way no i was fuck him i hate him he's smarmy prick yeah that's uh, it, that's, that's the one thing i can give to him he's he actually makes me fucking hate him so yeah. i will give him that credit he, yeah but he it's not like x-pac heat like they used to call it right it's you don't just yeah. hate him because of what i hate him is. because every time his match comes on i'm like oh god damn it this is yeah that's yeah, fine he, yeah, you want to see you want to see Miz get beat. Yeah, exactly. Xbox, you, you just want to see him go away. Close. Yeah, you didn't even want to see him lose. I don't, you just yeah, wanted. true. I never wanted to see Miz go away. I just wanted to ha- see Miz have a good match. That that's the difference. And, yeah, but he has. I, I mean, he has he has decent match. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk about that's some of the that difference, stuff. guys. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> that later. But the end of oh, the Nia Jax. The yeah, Nia Jax apparently is uh, again rumor is she walked out on a raw because uh or i don't know if it was a raw it might have just been a house show she walked out on some show yeah because um, of I heard some upset she didn't get the oscar match is that what is that what you heard that, that's what i read have? today why would um, she have now no nope. if she wanted the oscar match i that makes zero sense and shows that she has only been in this industry for three years and doesn't fucking get it yeah, because See, again, when Oscar is things. coming in on basically a two-year undefeated streak of mauling and destroying people, and yeah, toward the end having to cheat maybe a little bit—that was some story development—but she's going to come in as a monster and obliterate someone. It's got to be someone's at least comparable size or smaller, not a literal monster who you will be crushed by. You will lose everything if that happens. That's like. That's like debuting Rey Mysterio against the Big Show, and Mysterio destroys Big Show. Big Show can't really recover from that. It It's fucking stupid, and Nia Jax doesn't get it. Emma's yeah. going to get obliterated, and, again, and it's going to be glorious, and she knows it. She'll get a payday, and it's happy day. But yeah. good God, Nia, you're dumb. If like, I, tr- I, if, again, if that is true, that's, that's unbelievable. <laughs> yes, that's no, unbelievable. Alleged, that's unbelievable to me, if that's, that's true. That's the stupidest thing I've heard. Yeah, it's but like, she's a. How dumb she's a I, I, I've always said it, and I'll still say it. Uh, she's a terrible worker. Well, she's so. still she's still super green though. That's the thing. Yeah, with but her. she also just that that proves if again I'm saying that's the difference in Twitter. That's oh, it proves she's dumb. No, no, 
if it's true, yes. it proves she's dumb. I'm yeah. not saying it is as a definite, but if that's the case, oh my god. And like that is super weird because out of the people that I heard would just like walk out. That seems super random for Nia to get mad at something like that and walk off. That's uh, why again, if, that's something that I have to see to believe because I as Matt Zion would say. If The Rock got her that job, which he 100% did, by the way, mm -hmm. um, then if she doesn't feel like she earned her way in either, mm -hmm. so it's easier to walk away from. You didn't scratch and claw. Like, they had some behind-the-scenes stuff a while back when she was coming into her NXT match with Bailey and Asuka and that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's two years ago. I didn't even think I would be in wrestling. It's like, you've only been doing this less than two years. And she has no concept of, of what... And the toil is I'm not saying that she couldn't have gotten it or earned it or learned it, but that makes it easy to walk away from when you kind of had it handed to you. And I know that's completely unfair in some ways because whatever the whole the rock out of the job, whatever. But hey, if the rock says, hey, take a look at her. Oh, yeah, that that's who, you know, so I like Nia, man. I, I, I do like Nia. I think she's a good I, I've liked her matches. I think she plays the monster type character relatively well. Yes, her wrestling needs work. But like I said, come. like I said, I really fucking hated Braun Strowman when he first started. I was like, this dude is green as shit. That's when people were rumoring him to face Undertaker. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God. No. Yeah. Remember that? Remember how everyone was like up yes. in arms over that? We now talked I'm about like, that yeah, on the podcast cool. back yeah. way back in the day. But back uh, then, no, yeah. <laughs> no, no. That I was yeah. so mad oh. about that. And no, but others have said Nia didn't walk out. She just was like taking time off or something. Again, we don't know. But yeah. if she walked out over the Oscar match. Were you thinking you're gonna win? Like what? What yeah. were you expecting here? All, like, all, I, all I gotta say is, if she did walk out and she's going to the Indies, well, good luck with that attitude in the Indies. It's gonna get you far. I look forward yeah. to her facing someone like Sexy Star or something, and yeah, shit going down. No way. It's gonna happen. But no, literally, they people were talking about uh, the the backstage apparent stuff. Was is Oscar gonna face Sasha, or is Oscar gonna face Becky, or no, it'd be Bailey. And they're like, no, those are those are programs to build towards. Yeah. Um, Emma can just be a, a, a yeah, quick one a because quick they had a good in. match in NXT. They had a great match there. So the the, the Nia match is something you build toward. You don't have to start there. Exactly. All so, right. so yeah. All right. I guess is there any other like headlines or anything you guys know about real quick that you want to talk about before we get into the TLC card preview? Nah. I thought there was, but I forget. I so. thought there was too. I didn't write any any topics down. So those are like, I mean, the big headlines anyway. So we got those covered. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about some TLC. And I'm just gonna say it right fucking now. The TLC 2017 car looks like dog shit. I'm just gonna say yeah. that. Hope you don't like titles being defended. Well, mm -hmm. I, I'm not. I'm okay with. All the titles not being on the line because it seems I, I get kind of tired of every title being on the line in every pay-per-view. But I, I understand you but do. This but this card this... looks so fucking bad on paper. On paper, okay. it looks horrible. The Universal Champion isn't there. Um, I'm okay with that. He's... The Raw, yeah, No, but the Raw Tag Titles and the Intercontinental Title are both in the TLC match and not being defended. Mm -hmm. And which leaves us with the Cruiserweight title, which, okay, and the Raw Women's title. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, I just want to say this right out of the gate. Three on three, Miz Taraj versus Shield. Okay. No, wait. It's going to be Miz and Sheamus and Cesaro. All right. And Braun Strowman. Why is it four? Oh, we want a fifth. Huh? It's Kane. What? 
And yeah, that, that that's literally been this. And Kane, I, I looked this up. He hasn't wrestled since last November or December. Like it's Ooh. been over a year nice. or about a year since he wrestled. So why he's coming in against the Shield? I've, and I've heard. I've, I've heard. Uh... Uh, again, I've heard some more rumors. I don't know if you guys have heard why Kane's there, but I've heard... No, I've heard rumors of it because it was at the first TLC with the Shield in a TLC match oh. when they debuted in a match. I did not and also that. to lead toward The Undertaker. I yeah. I heard that Kane is coming in to do his last little run and have Roman Reigns end up retiring Kane like he did Undertaker, like he did... Eh, kind of. He didn't. Oh really. yeah, no. I'm. I, I picked Kane to take the fall actually in our prediction league um, for that very reason. Because I've heard he won't even be at Survivor Series. He's basically coming in to be put away. So, but I don't know. I it seemed it seemed really random. I liked it. I'm I'm a kind of a fan of Kane as some, our viewers yeah. know. <laughs> but it's um, that match is going to be a seemed... glorious clusterfuck. But why is it five on three? And why Braun Strowman is one of their biggest faces, and he's teaming with the biggest asshole against other faces. Like, no, let him beat whoever he wants. Yeah, I, was, I was surprised. Like, make it Shield versus Miz, Sheamus, and Cesaro versus Braun and Kane. I don't give a shit. Like, he should just beat up everybody. And maybe he will. Maybe he Definitely. will. Thing. Yeah, he might beat up everyone or walk out. Or maybe Braun shit. Strowman, Intercontinental Champion, by the end of the year. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I actually like the sound of that, actually. I just <laughs> The thing about the main event is, I guess we'll just talk about, I mean, we're already talking about this match first. So, yeah, but, I'm uh, sorry. I, I, I hijacked that, no, but it's so fucking care. weird of a match. No, like, what is this? Yeah, no, Five it's on fine. three? Come on. Yeah, the whole thing with Braun is, it just seems really, his whole thing has been really out of place. I know this has been the whole, the Miz is like recruiting the people to come in and take out the shield, but I mean, shit. I just, it just seems really awkward with Braun in there. I mean... I don't know. I but then you look at the card. What else would Braun have done on this pay per view? If Joe wasn't hurt, well, yeah, yeah. If Joe, probably. or I mean, we can pull away from the Demon versus Sister Abigail. No, we gotta Please finish that do. feud. We gotta finish that feud, guys. We can't fucking. Pull I'm all from for finish Finn two Balor. matches ago. No, I'm all for Finn Balor changing up his face paint. Cool. I'm happy for that. I've been wanting that. I hate how this feud has continued because he won definitively and then did it again. And yet here we go. I'm Matt talked about the idea of Bray in drag and that being like oh, a yeah. fo- face of Foley thing. I'm <laughs> like, go for it. It's going to fucking happen. go. Let's do this. And it looks like it is. I'm all for that. That's great. I hate Finn Balor playing off. Like it's actual supernatural stuff yeah. that happened when he debuted against Rollins. If you go back and listen to job radio, then for SummerSlam, mm-hmm. I don't like him actually playing off. Like it's real supernatural undertaker type stuff. It's just a big, weird mind game he plays, and it's cool as shit. Don't make him actually change the camera for this Halloween bullshit. No. Where always face paint. Oh, no, he's not. Is he? No, it's a camera. No. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so poorly. It's so poorly done. I think exactly. is the problem. Yeah, but uh, I have no problem with that. But the supernatural stuff is both dumb. However, Undertaker is my favorite. He's an old favorite. See? It's poorly done. If they did it just a little bit better. I'd be okay with it. Go nuts. Let's let's have fun. Let's go. But it, they're doing it so poorly, I don't like it. <laughs> so, uh, before, I guess... I'm sorry, I went to that match now. Too. I know. Goddamn, son. Um, <laughs> this fucking show. It's all it deserves. Yeah, no. Um, the Backtrack real quick. Main event. What do you guys see the outcome of this? You see, you see the Shield winning on a five-on-three match. That's what you see, Scott? Yeah. You both do. Um... I kind of do, and yet five on three makes it easy for them to lose. Or maybe someone turns. I Gasp! Mean, 
here's my um, question is how how bad is it going to make the five guys look when they lose the three? The field are badasses that destroy everything. I think they'll beat, they'll beat everyone. Roman Reigns is in there. Everybody must lose. Well, I, I think, first off, Strowman has the option of turning on his team or just walking out because he gets disgusted with his team. I like so, that idea. So he I'd... saves face there, and Kane is there to take the fall for the rest of them. Oh, yeah. So. Um, honestly, like the idea of Braun turning and it's four on four, like informally. He just starts beating the shit out of the others. That would be interesting, too, yeah. That would be good. He, he gets tired of Miz yeah. telling them what to do. You can already see it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, he was doing that to Owens when he was Universal Champion. He's like, I don't know. I'm not doing whatever. I just want my title shot. Mm-hmm. He's better at being Baron Corbin than Baron Corbin is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's the thing with so many fucking guys in the match. Like, there's so many possibilities. So, to me, I mean, when I look at the card, this is the only match I want to see on the card. And I hate to say that, but... It legitimately has me curious. Because when they made it 5-on-3 with Braun and Kane, I went, where is this going? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I don't know where this is going to go. I'm think, kind of intrigued. I think this card huh. is screaming for... When I look at the overall... Uh, I mean, I'm probably... like At the end of the day, I didn't say it, but I'm probably going to end up picking the Shield, too, probably. I haven't... Th- I haven't... This is the one I match I'm probably... I don't see it. When it comes to like the, our prediction league, I'm only going to probably put one point on this match because I'm really... It's a toss-up for me. But, yeah, I put a pretty low, too, by the way, Lee, because we got to win. But... but uh, <laughs> But um, when I look at the overall card, I feel like this card is screaming for a a return to, uh, a return Sunday night. Like somebody's going to come back. I don't know exactly what we're going to see, but I feel like somebody's going to show up. Something big is going to happen because oh, but, but Joe. It would be great if Joe came in. Actually, yeah. I mean, something's got to happen, or else this show is really going to fucking be well, super un. What have we got? We got the cruiserweight title rematch, Enzo and Kalisto. We've got the women's match, which is Emma and Asuka. So that'll be three or four minutes of gloriousness out of three hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha and Alicia Fox is the pre-show match. Yeah. Uh, it's Cedric and Rich Swan against Gallagher and Kendrick. Yeah. I yeah. believe are the teams. That should actually be good if they give them time. And it seems like they'll have time. So that, that could actually man. steal the show. Yeah, that's the other interesting thing. There's only seven matches on the... Uh, well, it, when you yeah, take and the Raw the Women's kickoff. title match. Yeah, um, uh, God, Mickey uh, Alexa and Mickey. Yeah, yeah, which should be fine, but they I've seen that on SmackDown. <laughs> they mm-hmm. already did that. So it's it's a weird match where it feels like they should have thrown another one in there, but I'm kind of glad they didn't because there's room to breathe. Yeah, but there's, like, matches that we could have, like, I don't know, man. Oh, I yeah, guess... Finn and Bray. Yeah, yeah, well, that's Finn always the case well, with every WWE card. There's always matches you could lose. Mm-hmm. I just it feels so weird because I thought they were trying to build Elias up. Where the fu- where's Elias? He's not on the card. Where's the the club? The club's not oh, on the card. Where the they hardest? could easily they, well Jeff's injured. Remember, um, they could easily okay. just come out there Matt's and not do anything, so, have an yeah. impromptu match with Elias and the Good Brothers against Matt and um. Where's Jason? Uh, I thought they were building up Jason Jordan, Jordan and okay Matt Jordan and uh, Apollo Cruz or some shit. Who knows? The, yeah, yeah, like they, they can easily throw that in. That they've been fo- uh, <coughs> showcasing on shows are mm-hmm. like left off here, and that yeah. seems. I, as much as I do right? like, as much as I do like Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan, and I mean Gallagher and Kendrick are okay, but. As much That's, as I like those guys, that sh- that match has no real place. I guess I feel it does. It's had prop. It's had a lot of build on two hundred five. I know, but, but that's that's kind of what we were talking about with TNA. It's like, God, what are they doing? 
Yeah. This one, this is the this is the most prime example outside of I think one of the gender matches around payback. It's like, what are they doing? This show looks ridiculous. It just it feels what the empty. fuck? It feels empty. The show yeah, feels no. empty. No, it, it it feels empty because they just have so many things to fill, and they just don't have anything new or interesting to fill it with. Because they, they keep having to come up with a goddamn card every month for a fucking pay-per-view. It's fucking <sighs> ridiculous. Oh, I know the other news, Bomber. Um, I'll Remind me when we're done here. I know the other news. Okay. About. Um, but I guess we'll run down the card real quick. Alexa Bliss, Mickey James. Who do you guys... I mean, do you guys see Mickey James winning? I, I don't think there's no. no chance in hell. I could, but no. I see Alexa continuing. I, yeah, there's got to be Alexa. But again, I'm feeling so lost on the women's division all of a sudden. Like... That's another another name I guess you want to throw that's left off the cards. Bailey. Bailey's not around anywhere. She's nowhere to be seen. I mean, I don't I mean I mean for good reason, I guess, from what they've been doing well, lately, but Well, yeah, when you have a division like that, you can only have so many realistically when you throw them in like that, mm-hmm. who's Bailey going to face? Yeah, exactly. Right? So like it's there's only so many women. There's, this is that's such a weird like, I literally can't think of anybody else for her to face. The Sasha and the, I've the, never but, I have never I haven't said this yet on this year about any of the pay-per-views, but to me this has to be on paper the weakest pay-per-view I've seen this year. Easy hands down, like no other pay-per-view has even been this close. I've been excited for every pay-per-view except this one. That's no. This one just seems like it's happening. Yeah, and like the mm-hmm. Demon versus Sister Abigail. Uh, well, first of all, yeah, we all think Alex Bliss going to win. Demon versus Sister Abigail. Who do you guys got actually winning the fucking match? Oh, it better be Finn. Finn. So you think Finn's going to go back to back? Yeah. Reviews. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Bray Wyatt can afford losses because he's in such a weak place. Yeah. But so, he just they keep bouncing him back even after he loses. It's happened for years. He'll my, be fine. My question to you is Bray Wyatt keeps losing, blah blah blah. Now he brings back Sister Ab he brings in Sister Abigail, which we thought was burned in a fucking house by Randy Orton, which is oh. like his <laughs> no, she was. Oh okay. I think she Bray's was. a crazy man. Bray Wyatt's a crazy man. Now That's all it is. I mean, this is like his biggest thing. Do you guys really think he's gonna lose with his biggest like his biggest character oh, yeah. backing, yeah. the thing backing his character. Easily. Easily. Th- this is, th- th- he can easily lose from this because that's what's causing it I to know, lose. Guys. I feel, I, this is maybe just my I gut talking. It? What, yeah? This is, this is Shane McMahon not hitting the elbow. What? Shane, you, Shane McMahon has to win this match against Kevin Owens. No, he'll go for the move, miss, and that's his comeuppance. Bray Wyatt's pulling out the big gun. No, it doesn't matter. It's it's this this shit, this shtick is what's going to cost him. But he'll be fine for it. I guess because he can say that wasn't me, that was Sister Abigail, and we he can do whatever. He's yeah. the one guy who can pull that off. And the bad thing is, like I, I, I know what you just said, but man, my gut, something's telling me, man. Uh, oh, why it's I wouldn't be surprised oh, if this oh, shit kept on for four more months. Oh, but... God damn, that feud needs to be dead. Yeah, I know that feud ended definitively. Yeah, and yet has been dragged. Like no one wants this. People want to see Finn Balor I'm have sure cool matches. Sure, this is the last straw because I mean they've they've gone full full gimmick here. We got Sister yeah. Abigail versus their names aren't even tagged into the yeah. It's the demon, match. which kind of bugs me as well a little bit. It's fucking Finn Balor. Stop it, guys. Yeah, Finn so Balor means Demon King. It's Come full. De- it's full gimmick. I mean, I think this has got to be the the final showdown here. It but. better be. But all right, moving on. Uh, we have Kalisto versus Enzo for the uh, cruiserweight title. I'm like I just said a little while ago. I'm still kind of sad that they took the title off Enzo because he's actually interesting. 
Do you guys think he is going? You think he is going to win it back? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, more fucking trade than title around. That's the one thing I. The only reason I kind of would wish Kalisto would win is so they don't fucking keep trading goddamn titles back and forth, left and right. Oh, Enzo's got to be two-time champ. He can brag more. Yeah, they, and they they always trade the titles like that. They they always seem to have this and, tendency to do that shit for some. And they dumb haven't reason. done that with the cruiserweight one aside from uh, Tozawa's week. And so, by the way, yeah. true Tozawa, yeah, fuck that. Um, again, should have ne- never happened. But anyway, so that en- one I agree that there was no reason for that one. But now, when I heard Enzo was walking around the street, like downtown streets and whatnot, <laughs> with the title on, that is fucking amazing. Fuck all you people out there that's hating on Enzo. Saying that he's a piece of trash—that is fucking. Even if he, even if he's got such a big head that he's like, he really thinks that that's like, that's like cool or what, whatever he thinks. That is perfect fucking heel heat character shit. That is perfect, whether yeah. or not he knows he's doing it or not. That is great. No, I, I agree, one hundred percent, with that chick. And he's probably like, he's been a lifelong fan. He probably realizes this is the apex of what he can achieve at this point. He's proud as fuck to have it. See? He knows he's not even allowed in the locker room. He's going to pimp, pimp this thing out and do it. That's his style. Yeah. That's fine. And that's perfectly good heel stuff. It's yeah, great. It's fine. You know I have mean? no problem with that. But with when you do that stuff, you will get repercussions. I guess. Yeah. But I, he, I don't, from what? Like from the I locker room? Or what do yeah, you mean? Like? He's, he's apparently still not even allowed in the locker room. Whatever, man. I that, read that, that today. Ugh. Like. <laughs> but, okay. Anyway, so everybody. I also probably gonna pick Enzo. I hope he oh, wins. Yeah. Two time champ. Yep, that would be nice. But again, that fucking thing. There's just something in the back of my brain that's just like, nope. Wait a minute. It's not gonna be a little flip flop job, but they've done it time and time again. But anyway, moving on. Cedric Alexander, Rich Swan against Gentleman Jack Gallagher and the Brian Kendrick. I mean, um, you know, the good guys because we need more good guys to win. I mean, yeah. that was literally my thoughts on it. I guess. I can see yeah. it going either way. I, I, I have no, I have no idea what this feud was. So, <laughs> it's it's again one of those. I I am a huge fan of Alexander and Swan, but man, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it, this match just seems so fucked to me. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a good match, no doubt about it. The match is going to yeah, be good. No, Four good workers. It, it, it's going to be good, but. It, it, it feels like you need to uh, start highlighting some uh, faces in the division to go against Enzo. So why not give those two the win and they can move up? I mean, one of them sense. will, you know, one of the, one of them will stay with Kendrick and uh, Gallagher, and and the other one will move up and start yeah. facing Enzo at some point. As I was saying earlier, Cedric Alexander needs to get his shot soon. So I hope I uh, hope maybe this win right here will lead to uh, lead to some of that. But uh, moving on, um, we got Emma versus Asuka. If Asuka loses, you might as well just fucking just give up on wrestling because there's no point in that shit ever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's. Do you see any chance that Asuka loses the match against Emma? No. <laughs> Only if they do something incredibly stupid and do some bullshit interruption finish. But I don't think they're even that dumb. They prom- no. They've been promoting this show with Asuka in the ads. Yeah, and, that's how strong that is. So, and here's my little uh, little tip for you. This is obviously top lock for me in the prediction league. I'm I'm locking in Oscar for the most points here. But uh, anyway, moving on, we got kickoff match: Sasha Banks versus uh, Alicia Fox. 
again, I know they've been doing their little feud again. Alicia's been attacking Sasha, but man, another match, man. I just, I sadly, I just don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, man. I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like there's something wrong with me. I have, I've not felt this bad about a pay-per-view yet, guys. Somebody, one of you guys help me care about Sasha Banks versus Alicia, Alicia Fox right now. Go. I can't. I don't care. You're asking the wrong dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, uh, they're high on Alicia again, so maybe she'll win. But no, how wow. can you do that to Sasha? Because Alicia got to get a win. <sighs> I don't know. I look, that's literally it. Like, I was like, why is she suddenly there? But it's either that or Bailey. Like, I can't think of another woman on the Raw roster. I, if I literally can't do it. Th- I mean, this to me, I have to pick Sasha to win this match because... Oh, yeah. Sasha was just the champion. She was just uh, facing off for the, the, the women's championship. And she was in the scene. And then all of a sudden, she takes another loss. She has another weak title run. And then thrown back down in a face in uh, fight in Felicia, uh, Alicia Fox well, again. To be fair, she was feuding with Nia Jax, and apparently that was supposed to be the feud here. Right. So there, this... could be, there could be more to that story, considering yeah. Nia's uh, absence. A lot of this stuff feels like just patched together stuff where, you know, uh, we did have some plans, you know, with the Samoa Joe stuff. We did have some plans, but now we had to shuffle everything around. Probably the same thing here with Nia Jax. I did hear Joe was rumored to be the main event. Yeah, well, so. But... Uh, as far as matches go, those are the seven matches on the card. I'm sorry, like, I can't really get into it, like, like uh, you know, feeling this show. But, man, I really, I feel bad, but I, I, I don't feel this shit at all. I don't. And maybe I'll feel different when it, the show starts. Because, of course, I'm that guy. I'm going to fucking watch it. <laughs> you well, know? history shown the SmackDown cards look like shit, but usually perform good. So who knows if Raw has even, a shit card? What even happens. on paper, when the SmackDown cards do look <clears throat> bad, I still do feel optimistic about the show. Yeah, because I know I, I have that feeling that it's going to be good. But I do not. I am not feeling optimistic about this show. Mm. I, the main event does look. The main event is should be good. There's going to be all kinds of fucking craziness. I'm sure people are going to be fucking doing some insane shit. No doubt about it. Except Miz, because Miz don't do sh- crazy shit. But um, other than that, I. I, this show is a one match card for me, a hundred percent. Even with Oscar yeah. on there, I mean, uh. yeah, even with Oscar making her debut, like I, it, it, that interests me in the slight, light, slightest right now. And hopefully, they, so, we pick things up come next month for uh, some uh, Survivor Series. So that's the other news I was going to say. Jinder Mahal has challenged Brock Lesnar. That's right. WWE Champion yeah. versus Universal Champion. Yeah. For that's, Survivor Series. That's it. That's um, yep. That is now, the other thing. If you've been following Jobber Radio, dear viewers, yep. you know that Matt Zion and I were optimistic about Jinder Mahal. And the Jinder Mahal sale has gone long away. And we're like, oh, it's sad now. And now we're like, hmm, maybe it's going to be seen at Mania. And if you read online stuff, you'll know that Jinder Mahal, in an interview during his India tour said he wants to face Cena at WrestleMania. So that made us all very sad when I heard that. I'm sure you guys feel that now if you hadn't known that. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like it's going to be Mahalomania all the way through, which is very sad. But I've never been upset that Jinder was champion. Outright. Instead of others. It's been like, oh, it could have been Bray Wyatt. Oh, it should have been AJ. Oh, it could have been all these guys. It's, it's been always that. Um, 
I've never felt that way until now, because I am literally angry that Jinder Mahal will be the one facing Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. I would much rather see Randy Orton get his head busted open again than this. I would much rather see AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura or John Cena, even, even though that's been seen before. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar literally face a jobber. And that's how everyone's been calling him, but he has not yeah. progressed beyond. He will yes. not be a good opponent. We, we've known Brock Lesnar can't carry matches. We saw his struggles with Braun. Jinder's not green, but he's not good. True. And the only saving grace is Brock Lesnar is going to murder the Singh brothers. It's going to be yeah. amazing when they get thrown into the upper deck. Just but the besides that, I am angry that we're getting this match. Of all the Brock Lesnar matches since 2012 when he came back, Jinder Mahal is going to be one of them. And it's legitimately because he's the WWE champion at Survivor Series. And it angers me so much because of all the other ones we could have got and don't get. It just pisses me off. Also, this is apparently non-title. But hey, who knows? Maybe AJ weasels way in beats Jinder, becomes a champion, and it's AJ versus Brock at Survivor Series. <laughs> no. We can hope. No. That'd be nice, but... No. That's me being no optimistic. Chance. But that's, no that's my say. That's all I have to say. I am literally, for the first time... I know, Bomber, I'm, I now know how you felt. I am angry that this... Uh, because this is what's happening. I wasn't angry. Then I'm worse off than you were. I am literally yeah. angry at was, the fact that it was this just, is it. Me and Rav were just saying... This, this... is not going to sell the pay-per-view. There, there's a lot of things that I, I'm optimistic about in wrestling stuff, but Jinder Mahal being the world champion at that point in time was one of the things that I gave no chance. Like I yeah. look forward to Brock Lesnar destroying Jinder Mahal. Oh, so you're looking forward but to the match. Does. But Jinder Mahal, his character, has weaseled his way out of every single thing, including his money in the bank escape over Corbin. He's never won anything clean ever. I know. Why the fuck is he challenging Brock Lesnar, who exactly. he knows will murder him in an instant? And that's I what don't I said. understand the storyline. If he's played off as delusional, cool, but he's not. He thinks he's really this fucking good. I don't fucking get it. No, that's that's the problem that I've been saying with Jinder is he just he he hasn't won a legit match. He doesn't win legit matches. And no, if you want to have a credible that, uh, he, Heel, he, he even just a to, heel champion, even just a credible no, heel champion, you gotta win. He doesn't at least a have couple. to have had that. No. He doesn't have to have won for what I'm talking about right now. He can be this lying bullshit Ted DiBiase, JBL, whatever type who skins the way through every time. He can be that guy, but he knows he can't beat the Brock Lesnar's, right? Like those, like those kind of guys would never do that. So why is he doing that? He's like, ah, oh, I beat everybody. He knows he didn't. He he brought great Kali and he knows he well, didn't beat everybody. He knows yeah, barely that's, escaped. That's but why point. would he challenge the man who will destroy well, that's him? Because I don't. That's just the. See, that's what I get. Uh-huh. It doesn't add up. What the fuck? It makes no sense. I'll stop talking now. <laughs> what are your thoughts on on the match, Lee? I dread the idea of the possibility of Brock Lesnar having to sell any. Of Jinder's bullshit offense, oh, what what offense well, he has? It's better than Shane's. 
I guess. Okay, I'll, now I'll stop talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Bobber. That was a dig. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess gender can at least throw a decent punch, but I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this. I I don't that ha, that holds no uh, just no romance for me to see that match unless unless it's just Brock Lesnar dumping gender and the same brothers on their fucking heads for five minutes. Then maybe that might be the thought process that that is what people want to see. They hate gender so much now that they just want to see them get killed by their biggest monster. But I don't know. It sounds like a really bad way to book yourself into a nasty little corner. And I don't think the WWE, it's, I don't think it's in their best interest to be pulling shit like this. Yeah. I, uh, this is going to sound dumb, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jinder Mahal fucking won this match. No joke. I, I know. It's I agree dumb. with you. And I know SmackDown seems to win these things. And um, Matt Zion like jumped on me when I I think I posted that on Twitter somewhere. I said he's probably going to win. And Matt Zion said, "No, you're an idiot. No, no, no chance." But I honestly I wouldn't be fucking surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. because why would Jinder challenge him if he didn't have a plan? I mean, I mean yeah, have a plan, and then who knows? Maybe that could be where maybe Joe comes back and takes Lesnar down. I, but, I mean, I don't know if they're really going to do another Lesnar and Joe match. I mean, I don't – or I don't know, man. There's so many, like – I don't fucking know. It's just – and it's not It's not like a good I don't know. <laughs> it's not that good, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, the main event for TLC, that's a good I don't know what's going to happen. This is not, like, a, I, a good I don't know what's going to happen situation. Yeah. Because, you know, no matter what, if – if Brock Lesnar wins, it's like okay, obviously. No, what what was the fucking point of that? And if Jinder wins, it's like, why the fuck did that just happen? So, unless there's some kind of special return or some special moment, I don't see that match being fucking worth anybody's time. Yeah, you but, got you got a choice. Do you shoot your foot off or do you shoot your right foot off? And it's all because of Jinder, man. He's really, really, in my opinion, he's really tanked. Uh, SmackDown compared to Raw this whole past, I don't know, four or five months maybe. it's really He's really tanked SmackDown as far as being on the same level as Raw as their, as their guy. When you're the world champion and you're not main eventing the pay-per-views when you're there, obviously Brock's not always at the pay-per-views, but when he is there, he's fucking main eventing and everybody wants to fucking see the match. Oh. Every gender show, nobody just, nobody wants to, the match is like fifth on the card, fourth on the card. Whatever, it's no. in the middle of the fucking card. No, he was main eventing. When, and I mean, that, like, that what, he, like, he main evented with Randy Orton. Yeah. That was it. Shinsuke, no. Nope. Yeah. But that's for another Shinsuke. thing, because we don't know what the fuck well, he's doing. Well, hell in a cell. Now. That's like saying the Rumble's not going to go last. But, um, fuck, Punk barely main evented well, when Rumble, he was the, champion the for Rumble a year. not go last, but... It alternated. Yeah. Um, but Punk was champion for a year, and he only main evented once, and that was or twice. That was, that was that's different because that's mm, bad, no, that's bad on the booking part because God, yeah, I don't know. Still, that's the that that's what happens though. Like that's the perspective but of he it. Was it's a not incredible as fucking champion though. He was somebody that people wanted nope. to see hold the title and be yeah. the champion. But he wasn't last. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to put that. Then I don't know what. Well, that, know. no, but that, that's. I mean, that's part of why he was upset, uh, admittedly too. Well, but that's, that's it. Like the, the championship is what deserves to go last. But and if the man isn't Survivor deserving Series, of that, that's, that's the problem. The match is probably going to go last at Survivor Series. I mean, it's got Brock in there, so it'll probably be last. But that's gonna. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
I don't know. It, <laughs> it, it makes no sense. If it was AJ Styles saying, I challenge Brock Lesnar, like, oh, fuck, that's cool. Okay. Well, I mean, well, it'd be okay, cool, right. but again, that Shinsuke. would also, oh, that would okay. also have no, that would make no sense, though. But those would, be, those would definitely be more important matches. I don't, they just, well, why, why wouldn't right. they make sense to, to be challenging? They're challenging the other brands world champion that just seems a little yeah. awkward anyway. well no that that of its own accord i agree that is kind of out of nowhere yes yeah but to have aj challenge brock or shinsuke challenge brock or even randy challenge him after last year those at least make sense jinder's the biggest coward champion since miz yeah and, and I'm, he's I'm challenging pissed. the biggest monster i'm it pissed makes that no we're fucking sense. spending too much time talking about goddamn jinder mahal when uh well again i was gonna say when we could talk about tlc but there's like nothing. We already did talk about TLC. I know, guys. I, I know. I feel. I feel like this was just such a a downer episode for me because I don't uh, for a job of radio because I just I f- just didn't. I don't feel invested in the what's going on right now with the pay per view and like. The, hey, hey, bomber. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Bound for Glory? Want to talk about some good stuff? I actually, 100%. I 100% would rather watch <laughs> Bound for Glory over this TLC paper. Well, 100%. Not even. Not even close. Not even close. If you had the option, both on the same night, I would watch. I would probably watch both. I hundred percent honest. But <laughs> if true. I had to choose, yeah, not if you sat me down, would you? Would I watch TLC <laughs> or Bound for Glory? I hundred percent would watch Bound for Glory. No doubt. No. No hesitation. And tune in at the end for the TLC match. I mean, yeah. But I, yeah. if I had to watch one or the other, I would watch Bound for Glory over TLC because something about this show is just. I hope uh, we were saying it all show. Like, prove me wrong. Fucking, I hope somebody proves me wrong here. Besides the main event, because I know the main event's going to be good. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be watching. Well, depends on if, depends on if Matt ends up streaming it or whatever, then I might yeah. watch it. Yeah. But, I know uh, he's probably going to stream. Uh, he's hmm. probably, I, I assume he'll probably be streaming and stuff. And I don't even know yet. I might, I might jump in there, but I'm really not. I mean, that's the only way I could enjoy this show is to, Hang out with you guys and talk about the fucking show and chat with all the. Uh, well, it made the fans. last couple shows go by pretty well. Yeah. I mean, the last show to me was it, the the two main events were kind of stinkers, but the rest of the card was fine for uh, Hell in a Cell. Oh, sorry, that was No Mercy. Sorry, whoa, Hell in a Cell was a good show. I actually thoroughly enjoyed Hell in a Cell. Sorry, but um, but anyway, I I don't have really anything else to talk about as far as this goes. I think we need to get the fuck out of here. Um, you guys got anything else you want to throw in right before we leave? No, I got to go to work soon anyway. So oh, he's got to go to work. All right, Scott. You got yeah, no, nothing from my end. We kind of covered all the stuff that's in the news right now, and it's it's a weird dead period where there's a lot to talk about, but there's nothing more aside from yeah. Neville walked out. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. It's yeah. Kind of he a, did. It's kind of a downtime yeah, right now. This is down paper view too. It. I don't know. He walked out. <laughs> so there's there's uh, not much else right now. It's weird. I'll say this. I'm I'm looking more forward to his matches on the Indies than I am fucking Cody Rhodes' matches because so far they've all been you know mediocre what? to bad. You know what? Yeah. Even Cody's best matches have in, only been okay. In my uh in my discussions with some people, I actually they're like, oh, well, he's gonna be great just like Cody Rhodes, and I'm like, I. I mean, Cody Rhodes is better. doing way better than the WWE when the, when he was in WWE, but he's like not he's not doing like amazing. I mean, he's getting booked great. He's the fucking Ring of Honor World Champion and everything, but his matches are I mean, they're good, but yeah, not the match he had on the last ROH show with Minoru Suzuki was terrible. Yeah, well, well, I, I think you're a little bit harsher on the uh, New Japan style, but uh, you know. 
for the more I'm casual. Not, I'm not. I'm not being harsh on Minoru Suzuki. He had to fucking. Oh, I mean, I know. he had to work with a pile of dog shit in that ring. That, that was, it was <laughs> maybe bad. on that night. Now Cody Rhodes. I'm not saying he's a pile of shit, but he's not. He, I I said I I said he is ahead. over overhyped. He's overrated. I did say that. I did say Cody Rhodes is an overrated performer. He's I've not bad. He's Cody. not great. He's yep. He's good. I've always liked Cody. And if the WWE booked him right, he could have been a credible world champion for them. But mm. this shows me that they had some. Maybe they didn't think he had it, and maybe they weren't wrong. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I was, I was in the bo- the camp of he was the Intercontinental title was probably his his limelight. I feel like I, we can do a booking blunders about who could have been world champions because I always believe God. if they put their mind behind it, they can make anybody credible. Look at gender, but like literally, <laughs> said Cody would have been a more credible wrong. world champion under WWE tenure. It yeah. would you'd have we'd have no problem with it. Like ah, oh, match is a little weak, but there no one would question it. People right. are questioning Cody now, despite his draw. I'm like ah, uh, it's it's kind of showing that maybe there was a problem here. And I hate saying that because I do like him. His, his gimmick's yeah. fine. He's fun. To, he's fun in that way. But just the matches always leave something to be desired. Well, Sorry, Cody, but it's true, and it's uh, you probably should have stayed where things were really stable, but hey, if he makes enough money now in two years, he's fine. I'm the American Nightmare, hurdy dirty dirty. Yeah, My dad like, was the American Dream. Yeah, like Dustin didn't do that already. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, I think that's about it. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up by saying you need to go to jabberradio.com. I would love for you guys to sign up for the Jabba Radio Prediction League. Just click on the right on the top right there. It says join the Prediction League. Click that, sign up, and post your predictions for, hey, why not TLC? How about, I guarantee you, you will enjoy the pay-per-view more by making your predictions and watching the show, rooting for people, than just by watching the show in general. I fucking oh, yeah. promise you that. I Barber's right up. Of the TLC matches on Jabba Radio will be better than the actual TLC matches. But, yes, uh, go sign up. And I've noticed we've gotten an influx of uh, new people recently, which is really cool. And, unfortunately, with new people, new people don't always read the rules. So, read <laughs> the rules. I've uh, Even today, there's a guy that posted his predictions today who, unfortunately, has posted his predictions, like, three or four shows now. And every single time, he just puts, like... All his his uh, confidence points are always all the same. So, and I always shout out on Twitter. I'm like, hey, so and so, redo your picks. But I don't. I guess he doesn't follow us on Twitter. If you're watching this, John Tar Targan or something. I don't know the fuck your name is. But if you're listening to this right now, you are pr- posting your picks wrong. You need to resubmit them. Read the rules. All newbies out there, read the rules, and you'll be put on the card. If you are new and you didn't post that your predicts right you duplicate your points then you will not be on the card so it's not, uh, it's not hard to figure out if there's eight matches on the card you have eight confidence points you yes. can only use each number once yeah it's eight that's it eight seven six five four three two one super simple uh but again it's just read the rules it's right there but uh anybody listening that hasn't done it yet that w- is thinking about doing it just jump in there you'll be given a match and be added to the card no matter what uh, it's a lot of fun and guys I think that's about it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um, We'll see you guys in two weeks. Hopefully, we got some good things to say about TLC 2017. Because right now, I ain't feeling it. But, uh, all right, guys. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. That's the the theme of this fucking show. That's the name, too. Prove us wrong. All right. We're out of here, guys. Bye. Later, Mercs.